and it right. makes you want to just crawl into bed and pull the covers over your head and be like, no, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I don't no want another thing I have to work on. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And we are so thankful that you have tuned in to listen to us and join us for this episode. The and first episode of the year. It is. That's right. <laughs> this is the first episode of 2023. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, you know, every time a new year comes around, I always think of 1999 and when it had to roll over to 2000 and all the computers were going to shut off. I think there was like the world was going to end. We'd never have any electricity. Yes, there was a lot of doomsday (laughs) talk at that point in time. There was. And then it rolled over to 2000 and the computers all still worked. And but there was like nothing happened. Y2K (laughs) stuff you had to install. And anyways, anyways, it does always make me think when when a New Year's kicks over that brings me back to 99 and hey this show we want to talk about I guess New Year's resolutions or goals and please please don't shut us off if you're like (laughs) no not another topic about New Year's resolutions please hear us out as to what we want to talk about we want to kind of use the lens of marriage as we talk about goals or New Year's resolutions for those people that want to use that kind of a term, we don't use that term. No, we we look at it more as goals mm-hmm. and things that we're working on, not like a, this is my New Year's resolution kind of thing. They, they, they are similar, though. True. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Typically, though, when, when I hear New Year's resolutions, I think of weight loss yeah. or going to the gym right, or trying to like eliminate something like some people do like okay no chocolate or yes, no right. something for the year yeah um, we know people that said like no pop for yes. a whole year yeah i think that sometimes that's cool if your motives are in the right place right if you're like i want to see if i can be self-disciplined or not yeah and so there, there's an interesting take on just cultivating that muscle of self-discipline for yeah. a whole year yeah and so that's that's cool. That that is for the people that can do it. I, I mean, when I hear about, it, I guess I can join you in that. I as I, I say, I think anyone can do it. It's just whether you have the desire to stick okay, to maybe it that, or not. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I like my Coca Cola. I don't know if I could for a whole year. Maybe I could. You maybe could. I'm and not about to say on the podcast right here that like, okay, let's try it. I'm not going to do it. We've tried coffee for a week and that was a an experiment that we shared on an earlier podcast there. But anyways. Yeah, I, I truly think anyone can do it. It's just, okay. are you motivated enough? Okay. So would you be motivated to give uh, something up for a whole year? At the moment, no. <laughs> I, I would need to have like something that maybe if I was like, you know what, I have no self-control when it comes to uh, chips. Okay. And so I'm going to go a whole year without uh, eating chips I see. because this is a part of my life that I kind of feel like it's having some kind of hold okay. on me. Yeah. I don't have that in in anything at the moment so yeah 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 (laughs) so i'm gonna keep eating chips (laughs) (laughs) there we go and i'm gonna keep drinking coca-cola although we have introduced this new sparkling cola which like tastes like like pop so i have considered could i possibly do it but you know what on a hot summer day after working out in the yard i enjoy a glass of coke on ice and 
I don't know. That is like worth a, a hard day's work uh, sitting back and having a uh, having a glass of Coke. But anyways, yeah, we want to keep moving forward talking about New Year's resolutions. One of the things to uh, or, or sorry, goals. Let's just talk about kind of goals because we've set those. We've set those in our marriage. Yeah, we've set lots. those personally. One of the goals I had this last year was and. and I don't know if it's a goal. I guess it would be a goal, but we we pray and and talk to the Lord about like what would be a word to focus on, a word of the year or an action or something that I want to cultivate in my life. And this last year has been steadfastness for me and, and being steadfast with whatever life presents. I want to be steadfast. I want to be secure in my faith. I want to know what my anchors are and I'm going to hold on to those things. And so that would be kind of a goal that I've set in my life. And and that's been an ongoing where I've really just prayed at the beginning of the year and and asked uh, Holy Spirit to just really reveal something in my life for me to really work on uh, it's been gentleness in the past. Uh, this last year, as I just shared, it was being steadfast. Yeah. Those would be goals that I've set personally and probably will continue ongoing in my life. Yes, me as well. Yeah. 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 Um, one that's kind of up on our radar is lately we haven't been great about doing family devotions. No, no. That it, it kind of was one of the balls that got dropped. It, it has been, yeah. The yeah. This is a good reminder for us it to is. step that back up because we've already had conversations, yeah. but you're right. We've definitely, that would have been a, a ball that's been dropped. Yeah, so we need to refocus, regroup, yeah. and figure out how are we going to get this back on track. And yeah. so we were looking for something that we could do as a family. We enjoy finding really good video series or things like that that are short but really impactful and can lead to really good discussion. Yes. And so um, I came across one from Summit Ministries. And so they do some fantastic work mm-hmm. on developing stuff for, for all ages, but their target audience is young adults, teens, even I I believe they have some homeschooling curriculum, but they really work on Christian worldview. So if we say we're Christians, how do we view the world through a biblical lens in all the complexity of what's happening in our culture? And so they actually did, it's a six video series and it's called Now We Live, How Your Faith Can Restore a Broken World. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, their their videos are, I think, under 15 minutes. And they come with some really great questions and discussion. And so we're excited to start that. We are. And uh, and just kind of get back on track with right. that. Yeah, and, and I think the what the video series has helped us do is they've done all the research for us. And, and we just get to sit and be participants with our children and with our kids to have conversation and and be learning with them and not really be seen necessarily as the instructor in those situations, but we're participants and able to talk with. That's one of the reasons also I think We've really enjoyed doing the video series with our uh, with our kids as a family. It's very engaging, right? Yeah, yeah, it has been very engaging. So, so today we want to talk about uh, New Year's resolutions or goals. We hope that you have not shut us off and <laughs> and you're like, oh my goodness, it's another New Year's resolution podcast. I don't want to hear it. We hope you're excited. You know what? We hope you're excited for 2023 and and what this year could bring. And what we want to talk about as we talk about goal setting or New Year's resolutions is really taking it from the lens of marriage, the lens of family, and 
we're going to kind of process it through that way. And everything that we talk about, um, maybe it's the different questions that we'll ask or the topics that we're talking about. It's really going to be focusing through marriage and through family because here's the thing. We should always be growing relationally. We should be growing spiritually, personally, growing together in our marriages, growing as a family because you know what? Even in healthy marriages, there's always room for more. Yeah, there is. In healthy relationships with our kids, there's room for more. Our relationships with God, like there's always room for us to be growing and to for us to be cultivating this relationship and growing together, growing personally. And that's what I think is so exciting as we look and venture into a new year is where could we be growing? Because no matter where we're at, and we've been in every season, we've been in really hard seasons of our marriage and, and we've been in really, really good seasons. And yet there's always more for us to keep growing in every single season. So I find that really encouraging and and that's why we want to talk about it and have a focus on on goal setting, on new year's resolutions, but from a standpoint of marriage and from families. Yeah, and you know, we we were reading a little bit on, uh, up on goal setting and resolutions and we came across an interesting quote. Yeah. And uh, and it kind of got us thinking. It kind of um I guess tinged our ears to be like, what what does that mean? And so the 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 quote or the saying is where you go, there you are. Right. Right. Right? And so we were like, well, what does that Well, first of all, what are they really saying? And <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? Because it's always interesting when you do a bit of research on, you know, famous quotes and stuff that we think means one thing, but then you you dig into it a little bit and you're like, oh, that's maybe not what I thought it meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it was really interesting because it was saying, if you don't like when you what you're finding when you meet yourself, mm. so to speak, then you've got a little bit of a problem. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to make some changes, right? right because right. wherever you go, there you are. Right. And so it got us thinking about goals. And sometimes there's things in our relationships that that we don't like. Mm. But no matter what, it's going to follow us around right. unless we be intentional to make some changes, yeah. to put a plan in place, to grow and and work on these things mm-hmm. to to make it better to right. have that more that yeah. you were talking about and so uh yeah we just thought that was kind of a neat quote the it, and it was and that was one of the articles another article that we came across and this one also uh was asking different questions and really it was talking about like goal setting as an organization and you know you pull out the whiteboard and what's your goal or, or what do you want to accomplish and those are great questions and those are great things for us to think through and for us to process through. But then they asked it in a in a different way, which really got me thinking a little bit more about it. But they asked these two questions was, what kind of pain do I want? Or another one was, what am I willing to sacrifice? And so that was a different take on like goal setting and New Year's resolution of like, what am I willing to endure to get this? Or what am I willing to sacrifice? Uh, to me, it was just, again, just a different way of looking at it. And it got me really thinking, and, and we'll share a little bit more of it, some examples later on here in the podcast, but this was just another way of looking at how do I answer that question of of what do I want to accomplish? But it's just like, 
what am I willing to sacrifice to get there? Or what am I, what kind of pain am I willing to go through to have that happen? So just another, another take on that. And it's interesting because the whole, the, the whole idea of what kind of pain am I willing to endure? Because our Western society is so pain averse, right? right? We go to great lengths to avoid any and all kinds of pain and discomfort. Right. We love our comfort and our ease. Yeah. And other cultures aren't that way. They see pain as a way, um, a, a kind of a gateway to personal growth. Um, mm. Some religions see it as a way to earn favor with God if you suffer right. and go through pain. And and I'm not saying that that's right, but right. I am saying it's interesting, the whole idea of what kind of pain am I willing to endure? Mm. Because we base a lot of our decisions on that idea of, well, is it going to hurt? Right. Rather than what's the best thing. And if that's the best thing, I am willing yeah. to endure the pain to get there because I know that that's what is needed. Right. And so it's just an interesting thing that again, it just kind of stands out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it makes you just contemplate it in a different way to, to think it through. So as we talk about goals, what would be, you know, what can goals help us with? Yeah, well, I think we kind of mentioned this already, but goals really help us practice self-discipline, mm, right? Yeah. To, to have mastery over ourselves, mm. to be able to deny ourselves and say, no, I can't have that now, or just yeah. no, I can't have that ever because it's not good for me. Yeah, yeah, no chips because <laughs> it's, uh, just kidding, they're, they're, they're good for us. Just <laughs> Right, like there are things that are just, no matter what season True. or stage, are not healthy for us. Right. And so to have that control over our appetites, our desires, mm. um, even our sinful nature, that's a really good muscle to have exercised so that we do have that control yeah. over ourselves. And so helping... Some Sometimes, again, if it's just a not right now, mm. in the idea of delayed gratification, yeah. right? The whole idea of I'm going to save up to buy this thing that mm. I want versus I'm going to use the credit card and go into debt to buy this thing that I want. Right. And so that idea of I'm going to be patient, I'm going to earn it, I'm going to save up, right. and then I will get the gratification, not yeah. the instant, right. which again is so accessible in our culture. Right, right. So if the goal is to not go into debt, what am I willing to sacrifice? Am I willing to sacrifice the amount of time it's now going to take to get me for for us to al allow us to buy that product or whatever we're buying because we're going to save up and then buy it with cash. And so the goal was no debt, so delayed gratification. And in our marriage and relationships, I think goals can really help us to bless each other, uh, you know, as we set goals to grow closer together, we may come up with an action plan of what that's going to look like. And then, you know, out of that, there's going to be our marriages and our relationships, they're, they're going to grow. There yeah. are our relationship with our kids, it's going to grow because we are being focused because our goal was set. And then we've, we've put things in place to help us accomplish things yeah. i think setting goals helps with that like it just straight up helps us to accomplish things yeah. uh you know for anybody that's a list person you know creating lists they really find that helpful because it helps them to accomplish to stay focused and really be like today at work this is what i'm focusing on today at school this is what i'm studying whatever it might be but it really brings in that focus and i think setting goals in our relationship and our marriage because most of us do set goals at work. I mean, we've got things that we're trying to accomplish. We've got targets we're trying to hit. And, and so there's goals and, and plans put in place to make that happen. 
what would it look like to do that in our marriages and in our relationships with our kids that we set goals and then go after that. And so we want to unpack that a little bit more of like what can help us accomplish whatever blank goal we've set out. What would be some things that you think would help us accomplish Yeah. Before going on to that, I just wanted to say sometimes we've gone through really, really difficult seasons where we've had to be so rigid and so uh, everything's been uh, difficult. We've gone through a really difficult trying season. And so then the thought of another goal that I have Mm. to work towards can feel really daunting and it makes you want to just crawl into bed Mm -hmm. and pull the covers over your head and be like, (laughs) no, (laughs) I don't want another thing I have to work on. And so I I would just encourage you, if you're in that spot, Mm. your goal can be to have more fun. Mm. Your goal could be to enjoy life or your marriage or your kids more. Goals don't have to be hard and heavy all mm. the time. Yeah. Sometimes it can be about pursuing joy, pursuing something that that isn't hard yeah. necessarily. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just wanted to just just add that in because I know there have been seasons mm. in our own lives where mm-hmm. where it is. It's just like I don't want another task. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Just to keep that in mind, if, yeah. if that's a place where you're at. Yeah. Um, but going back to what can help us accomplish our goals, I think being realistic, mm. right? We have to be realistic about the goals we're setting. And so our goal is really the what. Mm. What is it we're trying to achieve? And then we need a system. And so our system is is the how. How am I going to achieve that goal? Because it's not enough to just say, well, I want, you know, I want to be more um, patient. Mm. If we don't have steps in place, it's not going to happen. It's just an abstract thought out mm-hmm. there. And so it's it's so helpful in accomplishing our goals to have that how specifically. Yeah. So make prioritizing our goals Mm -hmm. because we can have a lot of goals and if we have too many sometimes our focus can be so divided that we're we're trying to juggle too many things at once and we end up dropping some balls Mm. and it just feels like we're failing and it's all falling apart and so prioritizing what is the most important things that I want to be focusing on right now and what can I maybe put on the back burner and let go a little bit specifically setting a when and a where Mm. and again that how and uh, and really asking the question what will help bring me closer Mm -hmm. to my goal yeah Let's say, let's give an example here. Let's maybe kind of bring in some practical things. So, so let's say our goal would be to grow closer as a couple. So, so that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. You know, the next question is, what are we going to do to achieve this, right? Like, what would that look like? And, and we've had this mm-hmm. as, a, as a goal in our marriage. We have needed to do this. <laughs> we have needed to do this. And, and this is exactly what we have done was we set weekly dates, uh, coffee dates, and, and it and we put them in our schedule and they weren't to move. We wanted to work uh, growing closer, which meant we had to prioritize our relationship over certain things. And one of those things is is weekly dates. There's also yearly getaways. So look through the calendar year and, and already put that in place. This is our yearly getaway. Uh, it could be a yearly getaway, you know, to 
out of the house vacation. It could also just be a staycation where, you know, where we're going to stay home, but we're going to focus on each other throughout that time and throughout that weekend or throughout that day, whatever it is that, that we've set aside. You know, for, for us, we've also, some other goals that we've set was to grow spiritually together. Yeah. Uh, we reviewed our schedule. We wanted to read through the Bible in a year. Now, we've been doing this now for seven years. We're, well, 2023 will be year eight that we'll yeah. have started reading through the Bible again. For us, it was 630 in the morning, which meant we had to go to bed earlier uh, together and because we wanted to wake up because growing spiritually, we wanted to read the Bible and and pray together because that, um, and it has been so helpful. Our pastor encouraged us to do it. And, and ever since we've started that, that has really been. Well, we knew we needed to get God back in the center of our right. relationship because we were making a mess of things on our own. We were. And so this was how we were intentional about doing that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 We've had lots of other goals too, like working even on our sexual relationship, mm-hmm. right? Because during the really dark season of our marriage, everything in every way, we just drifted apart. Yeah. Right. And so we needed to make it a priority, right. which meant again that we needed to make time for each other. That's right. Right. Um, and this was in all aspects of our relationship, not just our sexual relationship. Yeah. But you left the hockey league you were playing in. Mm-hmm. I was part of a um, splurge group. Yeah, I left group. that because. Yeah. The few nights that we did have to spend together to go on a date, to visit, to build our friendship, to make time and place for a sexual relationship, we didn't have it because we were busy in other areas. And so we needed to review our schedule and make time for each other. And we're not saying those things are wrong if people are involved in them. For us, that was what we looked at and said, these are things we can walk away from to make each other a priority. Yeah, because we we were trying to rebuild. That's right. We didn't hold it as a ultimatum over each other or like, I want you to quit this or you need to walk. It was just like, what can we eliminate or what can we step away from in our lives that will help us grow in our relationship? Those are just two things that we identified in our relationship. Yeah. Well, we had a new goal. Right? right, we we had a new goal of repairing, restoring, building our relationship rather than pursuing these individual pursuits. Right. And so, again, right, we we have to prioritize and decide what is the most important thing that I'm going to be focusing on right now. Yeah, yep, yeah. So those are we just wanted to kind of give some practical things of what we've worked on and what that has looked like in terms of setting realistic goals. I think one of the things when it comes to setting realistic goals or goals in themselves is also to spend some time to identify what maybe has stopped us in the past, not from setting goals, but maybe what's tripped us up. So going back even to the patient one, uh, that is something I've had to work on in my life to be more gentle. And so it isn't just Sheldon, be more gentle, Sheldon, be more (laughs) gentle. Like, like that wasn't what it was about. It was actually identifying why, 
was I not being gentle? Like what was going on internally that would cause me to respond in a certain way that I did, whether it be respond harshly, uh, respond critically, respond loudly, those types of things. There was a lot of like me issues and me identifying things. And it could just even be lack of sleep. It could be hungry. It could be stressed out. Like I was just involved in so many things and doing so many things that if someone asked a question, I would just snap at them. And it's just like, wow, I need to step away from certain things and slow life down or not respond in those ways. Like, why does that question offend me? So I just wanted to go back to the, you talked about a potential like working on patients. That is one that I've had to work on. Those are some things. Yeah, but you, I also remember you sharing how you started focusing on the traits that you wanted. And so it That's wasn't true. just be more patient. It was be slow to speak. Be quick to listen and really being practical about uh, or intentional about those things uh, instead of just going with the initial response or feeling that that you had in the moment. True. I changed my focus rather than I don't want to do this. I do want to do this. And then I focused on what I wanted to do and really learned how to do that. that that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing that really helps is making our goals sustainable long-term, mm. right? Sometimes we get really excited and we're like <laughs> going great guns and it's not sustainable, right? right? We, we have to think in the long run, can I maintain this speed? Because we can't just sprint through life all the time. Yeah. We need times when we can slow it down a little bit. And so we want to push hard enough to make progress, but not so much that it's just not sustainable. Right. And so to keep that in mind as we're setting our goals can be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Setting ourselves up for success. You know, um, what does that look like? Let's say I want to connect more with my kids. So maybe I set myself up for success to do that. Or maybe it's even just connect more with my spouse. And so I set up a rule that I'm not going to watch TV or I'm not going to read a book. I'm not going to go on my phone until I've had one-on-one time with each kid or I've had one-on-one time with my spouse. Or you know what? Maybe there's large, we know people that have just large families and connecting with every kid in one night is really difficult because, you know, there's six kids or seven kids or eight kids. Like that would take a lot of time. And so maybe (laughs) it looks like one kid per night or two kids per night that you just you know what? I'll go into the room. How are you doing? How was your day at school? What what are you struggling with these days? Or what God, what's God teaching you? Like just having some questions where you just sit down and, and, and just connect on their level or, hey, tell me about the book you're reading. Yeah. Uh, even if it's not something you're into, just showing interest in them will start to foster and cultivate a healthy relationship. And so maybe maybe the rule is to, to set yourself up for success or to set ourselves up for success is I'm not going to do this until I do this kind of thing. Yeah, and that's really helpful when we're we're trying to incorporate a new habit mm. um, because we're so patterned as people. We, we get into our rituals and our routines and it can be really hard to, to for something new to, to crack that <laughs> code and, and become part of the DNA. Yeah. And so especially when we're trying to incorporate something new, having that and actually there's a term for it it's called a habit stacking okay right and so we tell ourselves before i get to do this i will do 
that. Yeah. Right? And so that can be a really helpful way to not just slide into the the old routine and have that intentional time. Yeah. Another thing that's going to really help us in the long run is celebrating Mm. our our progress, our success, because Mm -hmm. it's encouraging and it's motivating. And uh, and what gets celebrated typically gets repeated. That's right. And so to notice it, right? Like in in our relationship, um, I know I've I've said to you, you know, I appreciate it so much Mm -hmm. how you are being patient, how you are being gentle in your yeah. responses. Yeah. Now, you also point out when I'm not doing that, <laughs> well. <laughs> which which is what we've asked each other to do that. I'm not just putting you on the spot. We are, we, we do hold each other accountable, yeah. both for the good and the bad. Yeah, and that's not to say that we... Am- <laughs> Like immediately jump all over no, each other. No, not but at all. But it is that accountability because right. we are to be iron sharpening right. iron yeah. in our relationships, yeah. right? The, the Bible tells us that to be that for each yeah. other and to be that with our friends. Yeah, and it feels good when you notice the good things. I'll say that. Yeah. Like when you point that out to me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep doing that because that is is being noticed and it's being seen and and that is what I'm working on. So anyways, I just yeah. wanted to sort of cut you off. No, there. no, no. It's all good. So so yeah, celebrate. Celebrate the good stuff and uh and and with our kids too, especially if there's something that we're that we're specifically working on, notice it, mm. praise it and yeah. uh and yeah, for me, I I often have the bad habit of saying it in my head. But they're not okay. saying it out loud. And right. so I've had to work really hard at being like, no, I'm going to say it out loud to the person yeah. and not just think it in yeah, my yeah. head because it does no good there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we call those withholds, right? There's a term for that too. Is like withholding the information. We can withhold good stuff and we can withhold bad stuff. And then here's one that we've really worked on in our family in multiple areas and in our lives, in our marriage, is to know why we set the goal. Going back to the Bible reading, you know what? We didn't set the goal to Bible read because not, well, I mean, one of it was our pastor really encouraged us to do it, (laughs) but it wasn't to do it as a checklist or going back to the very beginning of the podcast where we talked about where we want to be growing spiritually as a family and doing family devotions. The why isn't to check off a box. Yeah. Our why, and we've explained this to our kids, we've heard their input, and the why, knowing the why has been really helpful, and so the why is because we want to grow spiritually, because we want to be a closer family, and not only do we believe that growing together as a family and as a in our marriage with God strengthens us, we've seen it. We've seen it in our family, we've seen it in our marriage, and we want to continue to grow in that way. And so really knowing the why we want to do something and explaining the why to our kids, explaining the why to our our spouse has really helped, I would just say, with buy-in to the goal that we've set. Well, motives matter, Yeah. right? The motives of our heart. Am I doing this for selfish gain? Am I doing it in some kind of manipulative way? Am I doing this to... Um, you know, glorify myself Mm. in some way? Or am I doing this for the right 
reasons, Mm -hmm. to glorify God, to bless others, to grow uh, personally and spiritually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, motives matter. Yeah, and and that's the knowing the why behind those is uh, is so good. So those are some of our thoughts on on goal setting. On okay, I'll say it again: New Year's resolutions. (laughs) We hope that you've been holding on, uh, listening to the end here of the podcast. But we always love to end with a few questions for our listeners to process. These are questions that we process uh, in our lives as well. Valerie, do you want to throw out some questions for us to process here? Sure. I think some things we can be asking ourselves is, what is something that I want to accomplish or work on this year um, with my spouse, with mm. my kids, uh, for myself personally, mm-hmm. right? And and again, why? Why do I want to work on those things? Yeah. Or why do we want to work right. on those things? And another question could be, what's one thing I could do today to bring us closer to that goal? Thanks for sharing those questions, and we hope that you enjoy processing them. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.